Spirit Radio Podcasts. So my next guest is recently back from five weeks in Africa where he visited Kenya and Sudan. And his visit was there because he was looking at the work that Aid to the Church in Need Ireland is doing on the ground and also just to help us uh, better understand the challenges facing the church in these places. In studio to tell us a little bit about his experience and the conversations that he had and the situations that are facing Christians in these countries. It's great to have with us James Bradshaw. James, thanks for joining us. I know that you have so much to share with us about the five weeks that you had in Kenya and Sudan. Um, But can you distill it down into just your overall experience and impression of your time there? Sure. Uh, And thanks for having me on, Wendy. So my name is James and I do some voluntary work with Aid to the Church in Need in Ireland and I've been doing that for the last couple of years. Uh, I recently took a career break and I went to South Sudan, which is the world's most impoverished country. It became independent in 2011 and it quickly sank into civil war after that. Um, Aid, to the Church in, Aid to the Church in Need do a lot of work there. Um, but in addition to them, uh, there's an organisation called Solidarity with South Sudan. Solidarity with South Sudan is run by an Irish priest from the same town as me in Kilkenny. And they run a teacher training college, which is one of only two in the country. They run a, ner- a nursing training college. They run various different facilities and various different programs when it comes to nutrition, um, agriculture, training farmers and that. And so I was hosted there for three weeks in South Sudan uh, by this organization. I got to see four different cities across the country and a lot of the kind of rural areas as well. And so it's a very, very, very interesting experience. One of the things that I think is so important to highlight is Irish missionaries are still so active in these places and there's still so much incredible good work happening which unfortunately we don't hear about enough. Tell us a little bit about just the work that's going on on the ground to support those in Sudan at the moment. Yeah, for instance, um, I could talk about the uh, the teacher training college in Yambio. So this is in the west of the country, and there is actually two Irish nuns who are there. This is a solidarity a solidarity facility in South Sudan. A majority of the teachers haven't any formal qualifications majority of them haven't even finished school and um, so you have like a uh, situation where the quality of the teaching would be quite low one of the things that solidarity is committed to doing is to increasing the number of trained teachers and so there are they run a facility i think there's around 100 students in yambio who go through a two-year uh, training course um in how to be a teacher the vice principal of that training college is Sister Jacinta Pronti and some of the listeners might know her from her work in the area of history she was a up until very recently she was a history professor in Minute and she's written various different uh, books on Irish history and she is now the vice principal who's in charge of forming the next generation of uh, primary school teachers but there's lots of uh, met randomly nuns and priests from Ireland or people who had previously been in South Sudan. There's a very rich missionary tradition in that country from this one. That's great that, that you're able to highlight it and, re- and just to remind us of it. Tell us a little bit, um, I know one of the people that you met, um, the Irish Mercy sister, Mary Colleen, tell us about her. Yeah, this was, uh, so I spent a week in Kenya where it's actually hosted by a different organisation, an organisation, it's uh, the Blessed the Sisters of the Assumption of Eldoret. Uh, it was actually founded by an Irish bishop in the 1960s and they've become a fast growing order. One of the things I did when I I was there was to go into Nairobi and one of the leading nuns in Nairobi is Sister Mary Colleen. She's a Dublin sister and she spent the last 46 years working in Nairobi within the slums. Uh, so she's the director of the Mikuro Promotion Centre. Mikuro is one of the largest slums 
and she's in charge of schools which have 6,000 students in them and and this is like directly within the slum these are children who are coming from that environment and she's involved in so many different things there when it comes to say they have the schools but they also have uh, vocational schools and have very, various programs for school leavers so she's just this fantastic figure she was recognised by President Higgins in 2018 he uh, bestowed some award upon her and she's very very well known within Kenya for her commitments to social justice within the slums. How difficult is the situation for Christians in Sudan at the moment, James? In South Sudan, South Sudan uh, broke away from Sudan in part because of the issue of religious difference. Uh, the Sudanese government had been forcing Sharia law, forcing the kind of Islamic influence on the part of the country which had never actually been Muslim. So it's more of a case, it's not uh, Christian versus Muslim. It's, there is a large amount of violence, but it's violence that affects all of the population. So for instance, uh, I stayed with Bishop Christian Carlos Are, who's the Bishop of Rumbe, who was ordained bishop in the last year uh, he was shot last year um, as part of a there's a criminal conspiracy in his in his diocese and he was shot shortly prior to being ordained he had to go back to Italy to recuperate have surgery and that's in the past Bishop Christian made this point to me when we were speaking uh, in the past clergy were more or less immune to the violence they were respected by the various different sides and that's changed a little bit in recent times there have been high profile attacks on both Catholic and Protestant um, priests and nuns in the last few years, uh, which is a worrying trend. I want to talk a little bit now about the time that you spent in Kenya. What are the challenges that Christian communities are facing there? Kenya is a fascinating country. Like it's a very, it's a world away from South Sudan, and they've been relatively peaceful from the time they became independent in the sixties, and they've really developed Nairobi as a thriving city. There's a huge amount of uh, prosperity there, skyscrapers. It's a lot of the parts of the city are. European and kind of how they're made up at this point and um, but it's also a country where you have a massive amount of deprivation and um, within the slums you have a lot of children who are you know using drugs from a very early age and that kind of thing these desperate kind of poverty there is the obvious issue of um, Islamic violence against the general population against Christians in particular um, Al-Shabaab are active in the area and there have been some very high profile attacks in the last 10 years. It's relatively quiet at the moment. I spoke to a lot of the people there about Al-Shabaab and about the kind of terror issue and at the moment it's been mercifully kind of quiet for the last while. The government seems to have gotten a handle on things when it comes to security. Uh, but it's still an area where they've uh, an awful lot of problems when it comes to just the, the food crisis at the moment and so forth. Um, and what about the work that Out of the Church in Need is doing on the ground then in Kenya? Did you learn more about that? Yeah, well, I come across things in relation to the church need across the different countries. Um, for instance, in when I went to Nairobi, I stayed a night in the St. Thomas Aquinas Seminary. Um, I was hosted there and Aid to the Church Need have funded various different things within the seminary in the last few years, including, you know, buying a car for the rector um, and uh, improving the facilities in there, funding some of the professors um, teaching uh, the funding, some, funding some of the postgraduate studies and so forth. Um, one thing I'd single out in relation to Aid to the Church in Need was actually uh, during my brief stay in Uganda, I visited a small congregation um, I can't, uh, of nuns there and recently one of their sisters had been killed in a motorcycle um, accident so a lot of people get the motorcycle taxis basically to get around because of the level of poverty and the lack of other taxis and there have been several uh, accidents where sisters were injured and in one case one of them sadly was killed Aegis Church Need have since then along with uh, the Cambonis and a few other different orders they've funded a vehicle for the sisters and now they can travel around in relative safety and a lot 
uh, a lot quicker than they used to and a lot more securely than they used to. It's these real, that's the thing is when you're on the ground in these places, it's the very practical mm. things, the very practical needs that can be met. I know that obviously, James, you did a lot of discussions with local clergy and the re- reality of their ministry, which is very different to the situation here in Ireland. What did you find there? Yeah, there was, uh, I had lots of different discussions in relation to this with, you know, Irish missionary priests, but also local missionary priests and uh, priests from other countries within Africa. The challenges that they're facing are world away from what exists in Europe, like, for instance, polygamy is a pretty big issue in South Sudan. It is not at all moved away from that system. Even, you know, practicing Christians are, are still, you know, the men will often have several wives and it creates an issue when priests... Um, was kind of highlighting the the issues it presents when it comes to you know, communion things like that. Like it's just a he. It's it's a very particular. It's interesting, chance. isn't it, that sometimes we can be in a bit of a Western bubble with some of the issues that are facing the church today, and we forget that the Catholic Church is is global, and the issues are so different from from country to country. Um, just finally, James, what was your what was the impact that just had had on you and your own personal faith, just visiting these places and and the challenges that you saw. I suppose it um, it leaves kind of a, a mark of kind of greater gratitude um, for the circumstances that you've been raised in, even if they're not, you know, particularly notable within an Irish context. And you see this country, like South Sudan is, there are 190 countries and jurisdictions on the UN Human Development Index. This is, you know, poverty, life expectancy, years of schooling and so forth. South Sudan is 190th. So this is as, as low as it goes in terms of human development, in terms of poverty, in terms of you know how people are educated or not educated. And yet you see this country where people are still remarkably happy, remarkably vibrant, very optimistic about the future, and um, provided that the peace uh, holds. And that's a very moving experience to see that people who have so little are still so content and so optimistic about their future. Yeah, it, it is incredible. And thank you so much for sharing with us a little bit about your experience. It's been a pleasure to have you on Spirit Radio. James Bradshaw, thanks for joining us today. And if you want to find out more about the work of Aid to the Church in Need here in Ireland, you can go to acnireland.org. Thanks for listening to our Spirit Radio podcast. Don't miss out. Subscribe today. Find out how at spiritradio.ie.